0: Hello, welcome to Chaos Podcast from the CAF team here at Maternal Infant Services Network. The focus of our podcast is cultivating health, acceptance, opportunity, and soul, which we shorten to chaos. The podcast features our team of CAF community health educators and a variety of guest speakers. Just as a quick reminder, this is just an educational discussion as we are not medical professionals. Our podcast aims to empower you, personally and professionally by discussing the topics most affecting their lives. My name is Ashley Graham, and I will be your host today. Let's get into today's episode. The struggle and challenges of figuring out life is a common thing for most people. And as a health educator, working with young people in their teens, graduating from college, is an exciting time. But what most young people wish is that there was a guide written for them, navigating their new life as an adult. Well, today, I'm happy to have uh, Ms. Joelle on our podcast to provide tips and advice to help with that transition of life. Today, we have the pleasure of having a TED speaker on our podcast. Ms. Joelle Rebeau Melides is a therapist who specializes in relationships, addictions, and life transitions. So it's really nice to have her on today as we are focusing on young people navigating adulthood. So Joelle, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and how your work today helps young people. Oh, thanks, Ashley, for having me.
1: Such a great question, how my work helps me today. Um, so my name's Joel Joelle rabo Melitas I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Um, and I have a trauma clinic in the San Francisco Bay Area in California. And um, we have locations all over the country. So that's a little bit about my work and how, you know, I think it helps me every day in the sense of um, therapists don't have their life together like you know people think right we're not perfect right at right. all you know we still have all the feels and deal with all the struggles and so i think you know it helps keep me grounded i learned so much from my clients experiences you know and and that gives me moments of pause and and finding some places where i can improve and find gratitude
0: right i totally agree with you 100 percent, and i think the reality of it is that even though young people have this struggle finding who they are or what to do with their lives. We as adults have this challenge too. So you're right. But I am curious. With most of the young people that you work with today, what's the most common problem that you see? I think depression, anxiety. I think
1: the you know the hustle culture for for you know for teens, um, especially teens who may not be college bound. We've we've lost the sense of vocational training. And so, you know, if you're not going to college, if you're not hustling, if you're not working hard enough, if you're not getting the grades, if you don't have all the extras, right, then there's not a place for you. And so I think that the anxiety to perform, um, to, you know, have everything be about what I'm doing and how well I'm doing and who I know and how many likes I get, right, there's this complete loss of building self. Who who am I? Right. Right. Where do I want to be and, and where do I fit in into the world? And um, that's going to change so much. Right. And, and this growth mindset, I hope it, that that teens never lose that desire to keep growing, keep changing, keep pivoting, keep evolving. Right. And, right. Um, I think there's so much pressure to perform that we've we've taken away some innocence of just being a teenager. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So dealing with that, why, like, how would you define what the transitional age period is and why? And I know you talked about it or mentioned a bit, but why for you, is that an important stage or what advice would you give to you? Why do you think it's important for them?
1: Yeah, I I think I I don't believe that there's one period of time that's more important than than the other. You know, we transition. um you know, if you think about just your own experiences for those that are listening, right, you went from preschool to kindergarten, kindergarten to elementary school, elementary mm-hmm. school to middle school, middle school to high school, right? These are major transitions. And some are easy, some are not easy. And I think that we expect them to be easy, right? That we'll just slide into this next phase of life. And we got it all figured out. Right. Okay. And like, The reality is every two you know, about two years, we have another developmental change. Our brain starts to grow again. We change our belief system. We learn more. We experience more. And so I think for me, really focusing on how do you be your best self today, not your perfect self, right? Because tomorrow you're going to be totally different. What happens today shapes what your outlook is tomorrow. And, um, That doesn't mean be happy, you know, good vibes only. I think there's this focus on toxic positivity that is dreadful. You know, you're allowed to be angry and upset and feel like the world is against you and everything sucks. And the reality is, is that tomorrow you may feel exactly the same way, Mm -hmm. but will you feel that way next year, right? Probably not. And so allowing yourself to be in it and experience it, getting the support that you need helps you ride that transition you know, in a more powerful way, mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense, right? So I think that there's major milestone transitions that we focus on, right? Going into high school, going into college. Um, but again, what if that's not your life's path, then right. what? What does that look like for you?
0: Right. And I always emphasize it's okay not to be okay. And as long as you're in that improving state, you want to work on yourself. That's awesome. And I feel like as a health educator, with most of the youth that I work with, um, I find it that then transitioning, most of them are applying to college or some um, career. And I find it that they tend to like struggle or they they don't know what to expect. Like it's scary for them um, because that's when they're going to be on their own. They may possibly move. It's a big change in their life. So many of them go into depression once they enter that adopt period because they don't know how to deal with those major impact or changes.
1: Yeah, we're, we focus so much on the outcome, not the process, right, mm-hmm. and and I think we as, as society need to do a better job of saying it, it's okay to be scared, it's okay not to know, it's okay not to have it all figured out, it's okay to be sad to feel homesick, right? To not not know um, these are all things that are normal when it comes to transitions, and it's not about getting over it quickly. It's about the process of of moving forward. How do you learn how to become resilient, even though it is scary, mm-hmm. right? And it, and these are huge life decisions, and it it is difficult, and we don't we don't give young people enough credit for knowing what they need right and I I think what I'm hoping is that we do a better job giving young people resources so they say this is I'm really having a hard time I'm really homesick I'm really struggling financially I, I really don't know what I want to do I don't know how to fix this who can I go to to talk to you know where can I seek help that that is totally okay Right, you don't have to suffer alone in silence.
0: Right, right, exactly. So with like these um, changes, like possibly leaving home, finding work, um, maybe even parenting, those markers or such as like responsibility, like developing responsibility, independence, uh, and just not having your parents around. With the youth that you work with, how they, how have they progressed from these um, impacts or changes?
1: Yeah, so some of it is is learning um, effective communication skills, right? We we learn, you know, our parents teach us all sorts of things, but sometimes, you know, they don't necessarily teach us how to communicate effectively or participate in a group, right? And maybe we didn't learn that at school for a bunch of different reasons. Um, Our family structures may be, you know, a, right, like I don't even wanna say atypical, just uh, family structures are different, right? It is no longer you have a mother and a father and everybody lives in this happy little, like that, I don't think that ever existed. I think it's a great facade. So families are whatever they look like for each individual, right? Right. But we don't teach We don't teach our youth to have effective conversations, you know, to um, have good communication skills, to know how to take care of themselves and self-soothe when they are feeling distressed or or stressed out, right? Um, We just take for granted that, well, they'll eventually figure it out. And so a lot of the, you know, the younger folks that I work with, it's really about learning those skills, right? It's okay to feel what you're feeling right and if you need to stay in bed for a day and pull the covers over your head then sometimes that's good self-care if you're doing that every time there's a problem well i think we need to learn some different coping techniques right so it's really it's giving people permission to to have their experiences and then giving them a toolbox of a bunch of different ways to get themselves out of that experience, right? And teaching that they can rely on themselves, they can love themselves, they can perform, they can do well, and and that they will have failures, not if. Everybody fails, right? Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times what I tell You know high school seniors going into college is look i expect you to fail (laughs) my expectation is for you to fail my expectation is not that you will be you know um you know rushing the greek system or joining every club or being a straight-a student my expectation is that you will learn how to fail in college you know at university in your first career and from that you're going to learn how to pull yourself back up out of that failure and be Bigger, better, right? Yeah, I love that.
0: I love that. Because I feel like it's stressed when you go to college or any career, like it's perfectionism. We you cannot fail. (laughs) Or it's like your life is on the line. And I feel like that like just it just builds, like the stress builds and it also it carries outside of your work life, your school life, that you feel you have the fear of failure even when it comes to little things. So I like that you um, emphasize that it's okay to fail because of this. <laughs> sometimes we have to go through it to learn um, about ourselves.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, my my best learning moments were my biggest failures. Um, this is my second career. I was a professional ballerina for, and a dancer for 22 years. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, that sounds really exciting and glamorous. I can tell you how many projects I worked on. Um, I can't tell you how many tens of thousands of auditions over 22 years that I did not get. There's too many to count, right? My biggest my biggest life lessons were all, out of all of my failures. And there's a lot of shame and guilt around that that I had to work through in therapy. And I think just sharing my experiences sometimes, you know, with people that are haven't failed yet, right? They haven't made big mistakes yet. You know, and just giving them that permission structure, like, hey, in the moment, it feels like the world is ending and and it absolutely feels that
0: way. So we're talking about failure and mistakes. So what would you say is like a process? Like how would one youth deal with like their mistakes and how should they view their mistakes?
1: Yeah, I think it just depends on what it is, you know. um, most times our mistakes and our failures feel catastrophic right they feel like the world is really gonna come to an end and you know one of my favorite my favorite lines in in um therapy sessions that i use is is the sky gonna fall because if the sky's gonna fall ashley we need to run for cover exactly it, (laughs) it, it sounds so ridiculous but when you're you're so far in your head spinning right it feels like the sky is falling and so when you just stop take a breath, you know, and, and try and come back to your rational mind. Is the sky actually falling? No. Is it a big P problem? Which means I need to do something about it right now. I need to make major changes or is it a little P problem? All right. This is something that I really can, you know, I can start addressing. I can change my behavior. I can do things differently. You know, maybe I, I, you know, apologize to the person that I hurt, whatever it is, right? So really stepping back and assessing what, what is this? And what do I need to do about it? And then owning my reality, owning my own experience and owning my part in it. There are always true victims, Mm -hmm. always, right? When we make mistakes, sometimes, you know, we have responsibility in that, and so where can I take responsibility for my own part? And that's the piece I really want to look at changing.
0: Right. And sometimes I think it can be hard to be honest with yourself and actually admit that there is a mistake or there is a problem. But I okay. think once starting is always the hardest. So I feel like once you get through that process, you benefit or from it.
1: Yeah. I mean, why would you know, again, if if The focus is always on being perfect, especially if that's your your familial value system, right? Where my parents expect perfection, or they expect straight A's, or they expect me to be the starting quarterback, or they expect, right? Like admitting that you failed doesn't fit into that family structure. And so it sounds so easy, right? Oh, just do the thing and everything will work out for you. You are going to be golden. The transitions will be, if it were that easy, we would all be doing it. Exactly. (laughs) If they're easy mm-hmm. concepts to understand, in no way there is it an easy process. It's painful, it's hard, it's challenging, it's confusing. We get it one time, we don't get it ten times, and then you know, so it's this, you know, 10 steps forward, one step back, right? Or or one step forward, a hundred steps back, right? We just right. kind of seesaw back and forth. Um, this stuff is really hard to implement. And so that's the other piece that i work with with teens is where do you find grace for yourself Mm -hmm. right how do you let yourself off the hook when you you're trying really hard and you blew it again um other generations have not in the past and there's not a lot of outlets so i don't want to like sugarcoat this and and say you know everything is sort of these surface level transitions Mm -hmm. or you know because i think i think youth today are are really facing some very serious challenges that other generations haven't faced before or in the same way, you know, and and that's when outreach, finding groups like yours, support, resources, mental health become,
0: you know, fundamentally necessary. How does a young person get comfortable with themselves and accept their value as a person? Um, despite their peers or maybe families' um, perceptions of them?
1: Oh, this is always a painful question, right? I wish yeah. it was so hard. First and foremost is safety. So being honest sometimes does not mean that you are emotionally or physically safe. So really assessing when you share about who you are, your identity, your viewpoint, your desires that, um, you're in a safe environment to do so. And I I think that's, that's first and foremost. And so sometimes it may take doing some journaling and writing yourself a letter. And I would do that in, in a space that someone can't find your, you know, find your journal or read your notes on your phone. Um, but really working out the script and using I statements, right? So um, if you wanted to talk to your mom and dad about your sexual orientation, right? Mom and dad, I want you to know how much I love you and I want, you know, I want to be accepted, not you don't accept me. So when we really talk from our heart and we use I statements, we give the listener, the person on the receiving end, an opportunity to really hear us without being defensive in an ideal world, right? So writing out the script, you know, I, I, I want you to see me for who I am. I want you to accept me. I'm afraid that, you know, you won't love me if you, you know, know how I, how I feel about myself and my desires and, um, who I love. know or, or who I want to be or who I want to be loved by right so the these I statements of of I as opposed to you and so a lot of times you know practicing that in your head practicing it in the mirror and um you know having having that message be as authentic and real and vulnerable um helps you know a lot of times we you know get into an argument with our parents, our friends, you know, our partner, whoever, um, professors. And it's like, well, you did this. Well, you did this. Well, you did this. Those can be true. Right. That is my experience of, of the situation. What happened? The person on the other end listening, you know, starts to cross their arms and, you know, bite the inside of their cheek. Right. right. And, it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're like, well, what do you mean I did this? Well, you did. And now mm-hmm. we're just in this, you know, You're not talking. Yeah, the blame game. So really working from this place of I and practicing that talking to some friends, you know, and then what, what do you want people to really know about you? Because I think there's this misconception about authenticity and truth. I can be authentic and true in what I share with you and not, but, (laughs) and I don't have to tell you my whole story. No one's entitled to know every detail about me. That is so true. Right? So I can be authentic and say, you know, my greatest failures came from some of, you know, the times where I wasn't very proud of myself. That is an authentic and true statement. You know, I don't owe anybody the stories behind that. Right? And so I think some of that is really learning about being vulnerable, authentic, and true And also having good boundaries, you know, what's safe for you to share? What do you owe somebody? Right. Versus what can you keep close to your heart? Because it just may not be, you know, the right time, the right person, right. Or it might be just too much.
0: Mm -hmm. That makes so much sense. And I know we had talked about self-care earlier. Yeah. And I feel like what we're talking about now that can be part of self-care um do you have any advice when it comes to self-care do you think that it's vital uh, regarding the transition into adulthood
1: self-care is vital you know again whether you're going from middle school into high school and you're listening and you still have your favorite stuffy and blanket that you like more power to you if that makes you feel good at night and you sleep well keep doing it right um self-care is, it is everything from um who we're friends with what what we surround ourselves with um, what we're reading listening to absorbing absorbing um it could be you know being out in nature you know going out for a walk it could be our pets it could be meditation mindfulness it could be journaling anything anything mm-hmm. where you get back to a good starting place, right? So you you start each day, you know, with your best foot forward. In, and that sometimes means that you're just not in a great mood or you're down or you're anxious or you're depressed, like that's okay, right? And that you end your day being able to look at yourself in the mirror. Right. So this is my trick, right? Is if you can't look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day, why not? What, what did you do that was so bad, right? Mm-hmm. Because you only answer to yourself. So at the end of the day, if you can look at yourself and say, wow, I really screwed up. I, you know, I hurt my best friend's feelings or I made the wrong decision or now my parents are angry, whatever it is, right. I really screwed up. You know, what do you want to do about it tomorrow? Cause tomorrow's another day. So a lot of times for me, it's like, well, that didn't go well. I really right. screwed that one up. I, I really owe so-and-so an apology or I need to do something different. So my plan for tomorrow, I'm going to sleep on it. I'll wake up and tomorrow I'll send them a note or I'll make a call or I'll, right. Like I'll, I'll do my best to at least own my part of, of right. what that was right. Um, you have to be your own guiding star.
0: Mm. yeah I think it's so easy uh, just to beat yourself up over a mistake and Mm -hmm. I think we tend to focus more on the negative or the mistake than rather okay what am I going to do now to overturn the mistake or what can I do to change how I feel or who I affected in the situation
1: but one of the things that I had learned in grad school that I still do today is I started writing messages to myself with that you know you go to whatever your local um you know target walmart beauty store whatever it is right and you buy the cheapest colored eyeliners and lip liners that you can find right Mm -hmm. and i would take those and i would write messages on my bathroom mirror and so i would write things like i'm perfectly imperfect um you know it's okay to make mistakes um you know, tomorrow, tomorrow I get another try. I get another opportunity to try it again, even if I fail. So I would start writing um, any inspirational quotes. I would copy them. I still do it. If you actually see my, look, you could see my computer, I have sticky notes all yeah. over my computer. Um, I still do it today, right? Um, now I run a company, and so what's on my computer right now is it's not my job to be popular. It's my job to make hard decisions. Wow. Now, folks, I am. I, I have. I have a 21 year old and a 23 year old. I am well past my teenage years, and I still worry about not being popular. Okay, mm. tell me that that like that's 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 a little silly. I think we can all admit that that that's silly, and yet that's so deeply rooted for me. I just want people to like me. Right. right. As if I'm not likable then no one will love me and so right. it's not so much about being popular as it is about my core belief about myself right and so you know that things like that will help writing notes to yourself right like you can do this you can do hard things um, right it's okay to fail for me those daily reminders helped you know, because I started my day washing my face and brushing my teeth and I ended my day washing my face and brushing my teeth. And so that bathroom mirror became this great reflection of the life changes that I not not that I wanted to make that I needed to make.
0: Yeah. And I think that's so useful to remember just to always show up for ourselves. I always go by the same, show up and show out. Uh, you just want to give the best to yourself and feel that confidence. And I like that. You brought out that even today, it can be stressful to be liked or wanting to be popular. Especially with young people, that's a common struggle uh, that they face in their schools. So for young people listening to this, it's always good to just write notes to yourself about your feelings, about how your day went, just anything. And then write your favorite quote, a quote that's going to remind you who you are, a quote that's going to help you to keep going forward or just journal. But always remember to show up for yourself and not anyone else. And let's be real, the hard part is always taking the initiative. It's always starting, but if we just think of it as an investment of ourselves or just an opportunity to show that you love who you are, it goes a long way. I think we take for granted sometimes the little things, but even those small baby steps that you take, it'll pay off in the long run for that long-term goal um, that you have.
1: So we've got to celebrate the little, like, Hey, I didn't sleep through my alarm. Hey, I said, you know, please. And thank you to my parents, you know, which is something that they've been, you know, on my case about every single day for the last week, you know, big win. Give yourself gold, literally give yourself gold stars. Put every time you do something great, you know, give yourself a gold star. When you've got 25, what are you going to do for yourself?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Get, get your favorite coffee, you know, go out with your friends, right? You know, if you have a little extra buy buy something little, maybe buy a
0: new journal or some colored pencil, right? Like... I totally agree with you. I feel like those baby steps. we need to appreciate them. Because if you really think about it, we're not mindful of those small accomplishments, like you said. So when we do them, when we're mindful of those small steps that we took, that's a huge part to the long-term goal. And that's something to celebrate. So yeah, I totally agree with you. Go get your Starbucks, your pedicure because those small goals deserve that. So we're talking about goals, making an investment in yourself. And the reality is, Making an investment also costs time. How does a young person make that investment when they're having a hard time maybe managing their time? They might have their outside commitments, they have work, they have school, and sometimes it can be a struggle to juggle all of that. So what advice would you get to young people to manage their time wisely?
1: Room if you have to, whatever it is, put it put it back in your backpack whatever it is. Right. And do something for another 45 minutes to an hour. So do things in clip clips, give yourself a break. You'll find that you're way more successful and you get more things done. Right. When you're, you know, give yourself an ending point, um, cramming the night before for a test, right. Is this concept that we see in movies all the time, everybody right. does it. Okay, well, I'll just study the night before the, the problem is, is we don't retain it. Um, So if you know you have a test coming up, don't spend hours every day trying to study. You know, build things up in in 15 minutes to 30 minutes. So if you have, you know, two hours of assignments, papers, whatever it is that you need to work on, right, break that up into chunks, two or three chunks of time, give yourself breaks. And then at the end, study for 30 minutes. That's Mm all, right? 15 to 30 minutes a day. And it doesn't sound like it's enough time but remember if you're breaking that up you're actually concentrating and you're really focusing as opposed to being fatigued because your mind your brain your body your eyes everything your soul my soul gets crushed i feel really tired at the end right mm-hmm. so deep breaths right we, we we hold our breath and so sometimes a break is stand up you know do 5 jumping jacks stretch take a bunch of deep breaths right roll your head shake everything out sit back down and focus so mm-hmm. if, if taking a break is making you feel guilty right just give yourself a couple of minutes every 45 minutes give yourself a couple of minutes right so you're not sparking that guilt you're not going down the rabbit hole but you are start helping your mind reset refocus
0: okay uh, what advice would you give youth today that they could um, use every day
1: Oh my goodness
0: um, I know it's hard. <laughs> it,
1: it, that doesn't sound like okay boomer um, <laughs> right? Um, what one simple advice One piece of good advice that you can use every day I think I think it's that look at yourself in the mirror, right really look at yourself and you know, celebrate all the things that make you, you right from your external to your internal you know maybe you love your hair maybe it, whatever it is right to the things that make you you right i'm kind i'm gracious i'm smart whatever it is whatever those qualities are that that you really you really pay attention to that and that is a gratitude practice right yeah At the end of the day i i'm every day i am grateful for all of the experiences A lot of them can be bad Mm -hmm. you know and that will help me be better prepared for tomorrow and something as simple as that right will help
0: you change um your focus sometimes yeah exactly i think i'm gonna try that tonight (laughs) no this is all really good tips and advice i know that the young people are gonna benefit from listening to this and i know for myself i really appreciate you coming on to this podcast And speaking on your expertise about this topic, um, I just know that they're going to find this so useful. And for those who are listening, uh, just so that you know, we'll be posting a link to Joelle's Instagram and all her social media, her website. So if you're looking into more details about what she does or just more information Her Instagram page is filled with a bunch of advice, um, just like we talked about today. So um, be sure to check that out. And just to line the move, we're just going to ask you a couple of fun questions. All right. So the first one is going to be, if you could visit any country, which one would it be?
1: Oh, my God. There's so many. I Uh, know. So many. (laughs) Uh, right now, I would love to go to Australia.
0: Really? Yeah. I don't know. That's, <laughs> I would. I love... know there's so many like spiders and kangaroos. Well,
1: that's the thing. I was just gonna say that. I said, you know, I would love to go, to, but I would need to have like some kind of um, cage around me with all of the bugs and stuff. Mm. Um, I mean, there, there's a, there's a laundry list of places that I, I would love to go to. So I'd love to go to Bali. I'd love to go to Costa Rica. I'd love okay. to go. I mean, there's a ton of places.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. All right. Next question. Um, what's your favorite time of the day? What kind of person are you? Morning? day or night oh,
1: i am a night owl yeah i midnight comes and i am the most creative it is my witching hour so <laughs> yeah am, i'm getting to bed early so i um i'm not up all hours of the night because i could very easily stay up until four or five in the
0: morning and then go to bed so wow yeah in the same way i struggle with um the mornings so i have to have my cup of coffee um <laughs> uh, but yeah it's a struggle it's a struggle. <laughs> And I just want to thank our listeners so much for joining us for another episode of Chaos Podcast. We release new episodes every other Friday. So until the next one, feel free to check us out on Instagram and TikTok at M-I-S-N underscore C-A-P-P. See you next time.